This is Gensoki Radio Live number 105 today. It is June 19th, the year 2021. And it is none other than myself, Lunar Spotlight, along with DMJ654 today. Hello, everybody. I don't know when the last time it's just been us two for a live show, uh, but here we are. I don't know where Zara is, Nano's working, and that's about all we got for this one, so. So what is new? You were going to tell me something before we came in. Uh, Yeah, you were talking about about how you got a new fan. Just just off-air things. So I I guess I'll repeat it for for everyone else. I thought my fan was dead. Um, You know, it's, it's getting warmer out. We're towards the end of spring here. Actually, like summer's just around the corner. Holy cow. Wow. Summer's already begun, technically. Yeah. It's already it's already I mean it gets summer, it, like over here it gets it's like it's light after nine PM and I'm like, what in the world? What's going on? Is there like some event happening over there? There like constant stream of fireworks. It is the season for that. But uh anyway, my my fan died. Or at least I thought it did, and it was like that for like half a year or something, so I went in and tried to figure out what you know i just looked up instructions and like how to clean it you know like iFixit has some real great guides for how to do stuff with anything electronics appliances like it's great so i looked it up and on the, um, over there and it was just like here's how you disassemble it and i'm like i don't know if this is gonna help and so at, at, at a certain point i had to figure it out myself and i did and i just it was like a buildup of carbon and stuff so i I cleaned it and put some WD-40 in there, put it back together, and it's like new. So I have my fan back, and it's just in time for the warm months. Okay, now you were going to tell me something after that, and then we had to go to where we are now, the, the live segment of this show. So what's up? So, like, what's funny is I technically got a new fan without getting a new fan. So I have this un, un I would say, unhealthy habit of not cleaning my fan out. So like dust builds up and it's an old fan. Like I've had this fan probably since I was six. Let that sink in. I actually have a mechanical product that has lasted that's... longer than my cars. We, uh, that's a long time. Holy cow. Yes. I don't actually, and... I'm not aware of any, anything I've had that like has been around for that long. That's. I'd have to think about that, but go on. I actually remember exactly, because this isn't my original fan. My original fan died when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. This one is my little brother's fan that he got when he was four. Okay. He is now pushing 23 now. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Oh. So I still kept this fan going. So the other day, I look at my fan, and it's like literally caked in dust. Nothing but dust. Uh. And... What's even worse about it is I have it sitting right on top of my computer tower. So like you've seen my case, Lunar, where it's like you got one half of the case that's solid. That's where everything goes. And then the other half of the case is where all the vent is, the ventilation on the front and on the top. Uh, If you um, I'm trying to remember exactly which Corsair case it is, but it's the really big wide ones. Um, Looks almost like a box. Um, Anyways, it's sitting up there and it's caked with so much dust it's more it's the original color of the fan is white and it looked pretty much nothing but gray with like (laughs) it looked like it was growing hair uh that's concerning so so i turn my fan on and it's like i mean i have the fan on even on full blast it like you could not feel it in the room it was like awful and i was like oh man why is this thing not working it's like well maybe i should go clean it 
and I go outside and I spray a bunch of can duster in there, I run duster all over it. I put all new lubricant in it. I plug it up and now it is running like a champ. It literally feels like I actually have a fan in my room again. And the funny thing is it's the only fan. I do have a ceiling fan, but the ceiling fan hasn't worked since I moved into this house seven, eight years ago. So yeah, it's pretty insane how just like how much dust built up on it well so it went from okay. i cannot feel it unless i'm at my desk to i can now be across the room and still feel it on the lowest setting well, that's that's great but i how have you survived all this time like you're you are latitudinally more south than i am and here i am wondering about you know my fan well see so here's the cool part so the 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 abode that I am in is a basement apartment right now. Right. Um, so the only windows I have are all the way on the other side in the living room. My the main room is the central part of the basement. So there are no windows. There are no um, any other way for light to get in here other than the light above me right now. Mm -hmm. So all like I am sealed in. And so. The way that the heating system works is all the sensors are upstairs for triggering the geothermal. Mm -hmm. So when it gets hot upstairs, it triggers the AC, which makes the basement insanely cold, which is perfect for having my rig that loves to just get like I barely push 40 C. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm like I maxed out. Um, I was playing Sea of Thieves earlier. Um, on max settings, and I still did not crest above 42. I was so happy to do that. Uh, yeah. You know, it hit, like, it hit a temperature in my room earlier this week that I haven't seen before. That's when I started getting concerned, and that's why, like, that's what prompted me to look into repairing my fan. Anyway, um, speaking of fans, for all of you guys out there, if you are just tuning in, <laughs> uh, that's a great segue. You can tune in uh, gensocurity.net or stream.gensocurity.net if you are looking for your own uh, playlist file or something to look, uh, you know, if you don't want to listen via the website or our mobile app, which is also out there. And if you want to join the conversation, you can visit our partner Discord server at discord.gg gr. So... Yeah, uh, we've got some stuff going on. This the last like two or three weeks have been pretty interesting insofar as just the operation of the station. A lot of people are uh, they they were kind of caught in between our transitional period. So we, like we we kept saying we're transitioning, like you know we're like the server is changing, stuff is happening, and uh, it was it was like something new every second you know like once i got something done in, in one part like you'd look at something else and then there'd be people complaining and they're like i can't listen to this or this page isn't it's like stuff was breaking for a little while but everything's fine now and it has been for some time but we'll talk more about what in the world that experience was like the, you know what what did we go through to get to where we are now like and this is just within the span of the last three weeks or so um Something that's also important is that we are actually dual streaming uh, this evening. So we're actually going to both our main production server, which everyone should be listening to, as well as our 
uh, legacy server, which we transit, which we've already transitioned away from, but there are still some people listening. So if you are on, like if you are listening via a third-party app or somewhere else that has an old endpoint, go to stream.gensokiradio.net, pull the endpoint from there. Like all you have to do if it's the MP3 stream is click on the link and then whatever shows up in the URL, that's the endpoint that that app should be using. Um, I'm actually going to take a moment here to look up how many people are listening via our old endpoint, because I'm kind of curious. Um, but, wow, wonderful. It doesn't make it, uh, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't copy that. I have to type it in manually. All right, let's go take a look here. Uh, right now we apparently have 11 listeners listening on our old endpoint. So whoever you are out there, go change to the new endpoint because it's going to, it's difficult because I'm talking to both streams at the same time. Some of you out there are listening to an old endpoint. If you're listening on the website or our mobile app or TuneIn, which I know we've updated already, that's the new endpoint. You're good to go. Um, yeah, so just technical things, but it's really important because eventually the old endpoint will become retired and no one will be able to listen to it uh, over there anymore. So make sure you do it now while we can still talk to you, <laughs> if, if that's the only way we can. So, uh, yeah. So we got that. Uh, we had some game stuff happen uh, the last month or so as well. A bunch of new games on Steam as well as a fan game jam that wrapped up not too long ago. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. And, um, yeah. Uh, I guess before we hop into a couple of songs here, as we do on Nikonsoki Radio Live, this, this two-hour program, if you're just tuning in and you're like, why are people talking? What is this? I'm doing things a little out of order today, but that's fine. Um, with all of you around, uh, just want to make sure that everyone is able to grant DMJ a happy birthday. It was about four days ago on the 15th, so uh, you are now in that weird area between, like, you can't, you know, can you still say mid-20s? Or can, is it... I don't, I can't, I don't think it's legal <laughs> for me to say that. Uh, for me to say that I am in my mid 20s now now i can i can officially say i'm an old person i you know what you know what dated me the other day so i'm watching games done quick and they were playing super boss brothers and they were they do a uh, zelda randomizer every once in a while for uh for uh link to the past mm -hmm. and you can use custom avatars in the game and they had to sit down like the the announcer had to sit down and actually educate the chat on what Rocco's modern life was. Oh, and gosh. I remember when that show was making new episodes when I was a kid, and they, one of the announcers says, "Well, that came before my time," and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I had to sit there and just be like, "Who?" I that was like you have to a realize there there are people who were born in the year two thousand that can legally drink. No, I know that just blows my mind. Like, oh. So, it makes me feel ancient. Yeah, no, just like uh You know, on the other hand, DMJ, I didn't realize how how how, how close in age we were, but at the same time, uh as that year gets a little larger, uh you realize that we're we're not really that different, you know. Like no. sure, <laughs> it's it, what what was it? You would have been Let me think about this. Uh, yeah, like if we went to the same the same high school, you would have been a freshman at the same year that I would have been a senior. And back then, that was a big difference. But these days, it's like, meh. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, 
like back then it felt like i had a lot of friends that were seniors when i was a freshman uh like one of them went off into the navy i remember going to see um what was the movie uh zombie land or something and my dad got like my dad had to still had to come into the movie theater with me even though i had my senior friend with me it was still like that's that's like a very vivid memory i have of just like that uh, that awkward scenario of where like I'm going out with my senior buddies, but dad still has to come in because the movie theater sucks. Yeah. Right, I'm just making sure that our old endpoint is actually listening to this because uh, I, I don't care about it anymore as much. So like they, they don't get to listen for the first bit here. That's that they're missing out. Should be listening to the new endpoint. Anyway, <laughs> I'll go fix that once uh, after we get to a couple songs here. Uh, so let's take a listen. Both of these are from new albums that we got relatively recently. Something from uh, Zaidokin, and then after that, wow, playlist, would you not skip? Here we go. I'll have to click on it. Uh, this is something from Zaidokin, after that something from Ostromeria Records, and we'll be back in just a little bit here in So Care to Your Life number 105. Don't know you, man, I'm a 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 man, I'
in Tokyo Radio Live number 105 today. You're here with Lunar Spotlight and DMJ654 listening to this stream, live number 105, and we've got some stuff to talk about. Uh, so, I'll talk, let's, mm, let's start with the games, because I want to talk yeah. about station stuff later, and we've got a lot of game stuff to cover. So, yes. uh, so we have our regular fare of uh, Steam games. You know, we, we, we like to look ever since Toho fan games started arriving on the Steam platform uh, in 2017, after Zune put the first official game on Steam, uh, we've been taking a look and seeing what is new out there, and this month I have tasked DMJ with taking a look at what is new. So this would have been, I think, last show we had something that we reported on from May 3rd, so we're starting at the one after that. Uh, this one is Toho Double Focus, and that was May 25th, and DMJ can take it away. Uh, so Toho Double Focus uh, is a tagged as a Metroidvania, so if you guys are uh, kind of familiar with Castlevania and Metroidvania, you kind of have to explore the map and pick up items along the way that will help you advance further or get more powerful as you go. Uh, it is a game by Aqua Style, which I don't know. I think there's a lot of people out there who are kind of like familiar with Aqua Style, but they're like really good at making RPGs, uh, to especially Toho RPGs, in my opinion. Uh, you take take the control of Aya and Momiji, and apparently you are thrown inside of a book. And uh, it is your job to kind of find your way out. Okay, so that's the premise. Find your way yeah, out of the book. Yeah, that's the premise. Um, gameplay looks pretty solid. I'm looking at the video now. It looks fluid. It definitely is. You can tell it's a fan game. It's made with a budget, but it's like for Aqua style, it's still like pretty decent. Uh, if you played any of their RPGs before, it's kind of in that same art style. Mm -hmm. Um, which is really nice. It kind of, like, looking at it, kind of looks more Castlevania-y than Metroid-y, um, especially with a lot of the um, enemies you are fighting. But there also is boss battles, much like in Castlevania. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, some of the backgrounds and stuff in, in these screenshots are pretty neat, too. Yeah, like, it looks really good. Um, and actually, right now, I didn't see this until I opened up the thing. You can actually get... Um, Toho Double Focus in a bundle for 40 bucks and get uh, Toho Genso Wanderer if you have not which is one of the one of the first I think it's one of the first uh, Aqua style RPGs uh, at least I can't at, remember at least for, for I know Genso Wanderer has been around for a long time yeah at least with Toho anyway so yeah. All right, cool. Otherwise, the game itself is about 11 bucks on its own. So, and there's there's a couple of bundles uh, there as well. I think we'll we'll go ahead and drop the link in our general chat, which, by the way, again, if you're not with us, discord.gg slash gr is the way to visit us over there. All right, uh, moving on then to Toho Mistia's Izakaya. That was released this one is pretty, uh, pretty recently, actually. This one is actually really interesting because um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember the name of the game, but there's um, there's like a very popular like what I would call time waster genre game 
where you play as uh, a character who has to run a restaurant. You have to do everything from making the food all the way to bussing the tables and everything. Like Diner Dash. Um, yeah, Diner Dash. That's the game. Yeah. That's the game. This is Toho Diner Dash. <laughs> and I'm so hyped about this because it actually looks really good. You play as Mystia. Somebody breaks into uh, the barbecue so- uh, the barbecue restaurant and absolutely trashes the place. And now Mystia has to kind of like rebuild from scratch. And you got to just play Diner Dash. And it's kind of also, it kind of has, has kind of like that racketeer element where you're doing like not only like you're doing the restaurant stuff but there's also might be at least based on some of the images i'm looking at here there's some like rpg elements attached to the restaurant so like you have to go complete quests so interesting and you get all the clientele throughout good sophia which is pretty cool it looks so cute too yeah what what is what is this uh this image of, of chen I know. She looks like the she's going to, you know. The chin with the nail bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chin with the nail bat is very threatening. Images I'm, with threatening I'm, auras. I'm imagining in my... Well, the funny thing, did you read the comment above? It says, life of owning debt to Yukari, the most notorious money launderer in Gensokyo, has begun. We won. <laughs> I'm just imagining now Chen has to come collect the debt. I'm gonna break your knees with a nail bat. Huh. <laughs> I don't know if I'd, I'd want her to be my boss. That's pretty, like, I don't know. Is that is that morale boosting or like? I don't, I don't know, but I just love the image of just <laughs> Chen coming in the night, be like, "Where's my money?" The boss wants the money. Where's my money? I said I would come and break your knees you know, if you didn't give me my money. Where's my money? You know that like Chen is sort of this middle person. Like they're not actually the person who wants your money or like that you owe. They're trying to answer to their superior, whoever that might be. Yeah, and, but I and, imagine uh, it's Yukari showing up with just Ren and Chen just at the side and be like, Chen, get the bat. <laughs> <laughs> right then yeah so that one looks pretty interesting you know it's it's uh i'm aware of sort of a similar game and uh that that looks fun so cool i just love the comment chat honking time is over it's now bonking time (laughs) yeah there you go (sighs) cool uh we also Uh had an official game hit steam Yes, uh, Toho 19.5 Shoot the Bullet has finally hit Steam. You can now pick it up for $10.99. Uh, if you've played Shoot the Bullet, uh, it's a little bit different than most other the Toho Bullet L's because you're playing as Aya and you're taking pictures to stop yourself from being hit. You shoot nothing. There are no fighting back. It is literally just dodge the game. Yep, you take photos of pretty bullet patterns along the way. It, I actually think it was one of the only um, officially official Toho games run at a GDQ. And if you ever want to go watch that run, I think it was like a year ago, two years ago. Okay. And it was it was during an in-person event, so it had to be. Um, and it's wild. It's a wild ride to watch that speed run. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I watched part of that. I've also seen folks at Anime Boston at the, the Toho Roadshow play it as well. And it's is actually just fun to watch people play through it because there 
it's it's a different take on the games. It feels very much like the regular games. If you look at the screenshots, it's like, well, yeah, you know, this is this is like a first party game. Like, what's so different about it? And then you look at all the photos on the right side that accumulate over time. And you're like, oh, well, hmm, cool. Yeah, you have. You have no bombs, you have no spell cards, it's just a you have a camera. <laughs> and that's both. Yeah, you gotta you gotta charge it up the and you gotta make sure you just don't get hit. Yeah. Don't don't get hit the game. Um, but that's also kind of the way the toe oh, has been no. described for ad infinitum, so. Alright, cool. And then we have some games that are upcoming, because I see these dates are actually in the future now. Yep. Um so these next two are both for Toho Lost Word. Okay. Um, one is coming in a week. Uh, I have no other information other than they started the pre-event, which is to Raisin's Mock Battle pre-event. Um, they did a pre-event last time for the Maid story, which is, if you missed out on it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, everybody got Maid costumes. It was essentially Yomu had to... Uh, go, wanted to help out at the Scarlet Devil Mansion while Sakia was out, and Sakia put Mei Ling in charge. And shenanigans ensued. Man, Everybody was wearing maid outfits. You know, like, I, I've been following it sort of loosely over time, and the thing is, I'm just not a huge mobile gamer, so, like, sure, I, I saw that the event was going on, but I never got to any point where I actually really acquired anything. I'm still working on, like, you know, getting... The first, I don't know how many characters. Do I, I, I have to double check. It's not very There's many. There's a lot. Though. They just they just released. The, no, they just released no, a couple. I don't have very many characters. Oh, you don't. <laughs> no. I have. I actually have the game. Everybody, I have everybody except for. They just released somebody else. I don't have them. Okay. I have Moku. I don't have the other one. I can't remember who. I'm not going to open the app right now. But. <laughs> But yeah, I have everybody and all the costumes, all the music. Okay. Help. Um, but then the second, uh, but the second thing is Scarlet Devil Tower. Uh, that's going to be coming in July. They literally announced this yesterday, mm, okay. um, which is actually um, I would recommend. I'm not going to say a lot about Scarlet Devil Tower other than what the event actually will entail mechanically, because I don't want to actually spoil the second. Ah, sure arc of the game because yeah. i think because the first arc was really cool it was like okay but the second arc when you go to act two in the actual scarlet you, devil you go Tower, to that, that one place and you do the one thing well like you you play through it and it's like that is like a really good story done like i absolutely love the second arc of the of the mobile game cool. because it's yeah. it's wonderful like the ending is perfect oh and I really want that costume. I really <laughs> want that costume at the end. Fair enough. But Scarlet Devil Tower is the update, which is a really cool update because it adds a whole new mode to the game, which is a boss rush mode where you got to go through floors and floors and fight different bosses. Um, and the way the game kind of sets up, like there's not a lot of games, not a lot of characters right now, but it seems like the way that they're kind of leaning um, especially after you played the second arc, is a lot of characters are going to get different abilities based on the different worlds that you go to. So you might get like different variations of the same boss getting different abilities with different weaknesses and different attacks. So I'm actually kind of like excited. Plus, this boss rush mode, it says, quote, <clears throat> 
defeat the enemies and climb the Skylight Devil Tower. Uh, after each battle, your friends will not recover, so use all of your units to reach the next floor. Oh, On the floors marked with boss, you have to defeat the boss, uh, defeat powerful foes to test your power and reach the top. So it seems like you got to use every character you got to get through this. Well, that would be a challenge for folks like me because I've, yeah, as, as I mentioned, uh, I'd probably just need to play the game more, honestly. All right. <laughs> Here's here's my here's my tip if you have not played a lot find the hardest level that you can play on then hit uh pick up like your strongest characters then put your uh, for the front row put the characters you want to level up in the back row then click full auto two times short and then short animations and just you it's literally just hit two buttons and just keep repeating until you're out of um out of spirit points and you'll level up so fast. I, that's how I figured out. I got like several characters now up to 80 using this method. Okay. That's good Good advice, probably. Neat. If any, anyone else out there who's listening has played the game a little bit, I know that a lot of our listeners probably have been at this point, uh, let us know what your experience has been like. And, you know, of course, as DMJ has been doing so carefully, you know, no spoilers, but... Uh, yeah, tell us what it's been like so far. Because that's, I mean, it's a game we've been kind of talking about a little bit. We had Phantasma on some number of shows ago, and uh, it's still going, so that's awesome. Yeah, it's actually a really good mobile game. Like, for a gacha game, like, it's pretty solid, and it's really respectful to um, the Toho lore. It doesn't really lean too much into the fanon, which is actually, like, really surprising for a fan game. Um, it actually kind of does a really good job of summarizing some of the events of the games, um, which is really nice. Um, I actually applaud um, the de the devs for that because, like, I respect. I actually like really respect Toho lore a lot. Like, I I I know Toho lore is like not like known by a lot of fans but like yeah, a, lot, really a lot of people it. are a bit more superficial about it or you know it's like you know haven't played the game as much but i like the music or they like the art or the characters or whatever but yeah the like the, the lore is a huge part of it and it's like yeah it's, like people who get deep into uh, it discover realize how like tied to japanese culture a lot of this stuff actually is so it's also adds like really cool scenarios like hey did you know Apollo 13 was shot at by the Lunarians from the moon? Like, that's, um, like, in, in the game. That's, like, a plot point. Yeah. Hmm. Well. So. <laughs> they have giant space lasers on the moon. You have history. And then you have whatever the heck that is. <laughs> that's, like, my favorite little, like, piece <laughs> of Toho lore. It's just be like, <laughs> you could totally scream. It sounds like something you could scream in, like, a, like a corner of, like, New York looking disheveled, just be like, the moon rabbit shot at Apollo 13. Where are life out there? There's life out there. There's another side of the moon we don't know of. And it's DMJ, I, I want to believe, but I, you know, it, Toho and I have that poster on my wall. The, I, I know. <laughs> it's the closest I can get, though. Cool. Uh, all right. I think, the, does that wrap it up for games? I think that was the last one. Yeah, that was the last one. All right, cool. 
So that's it for Steam games this month. Uh, again, some some cool stuff out there. Particularly, I think I'll probably end up checking out the the Diner Dash uh, one. Um, we'll we'll post those again in general if you'd be so kind, DMJ, and uh, we'll hop into a couple more songs at this point. So we've got something from uh, She Be On Records, Toho Bossa Nova Nine. Uh, it's kind of a cool song, and then something from Tokyo Active Neats, and then we'll be right back here in Gensoki Radio. Live number 105.
This is Concealed Radio Live number 105 tonight. With your hosts, Lunar Spilot and DMJ6024. Hello! The dynamic duo where one is running this thing and the other is a foil. Or, I yep. don't know, is that how that works? I, I, th- I actively, I actually try to get in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. So, we covered Steam games in our last break here. And I now have the old endpoint up and running. If you are listening to something that wasn't working before, change your endpoint. You're listening to something old. For the rest of you, and that's the majority of you, thank goodness, uh, stay right here. More on that in a little bit. Uh, So, more game stuff I think we should jump into here. Uh, So, Steam games are covered, but we had another event happen uh, earlier this month. The Toho Game Jam group put on the Toho Pride Game Jam, the the third one that they've done, and they had a fair number of entrants for that one. So, um, I'm familiar with their game jams being like kind of a short endeavor, uh, like a 72 hour kind of thing, but I think they had, this was open for like, I have to read the overview here, it was at least a couple weeks. Um, They have, actually voting is open right now, so interesting, yeah, so June 1st to June 16th, so it was a little bit more than two weeks that it was open for. Um, it has since, obviously, the, the entries have been submit, and you can currently go and vote on these games, uh, and that is open for the next 11 days or so from this live broadcast. Um, if you're listening after the fact, of course, it's going to be different, probably past, because that's how that that's how time works. But uh, we can still read into some of the games that are probably still up there uh, up on itch.io. And there's a lot to go through, but um, we'll kind of hit some of the high points here. Uh, obviously, the the Pride Game Jam—it's all about um, you know your. Oh, I'm I'm gonna mess things up if I try to say the lingo because I just don't. I don't. Know. Um, but yeah, so we got in Tokyo Radio Incident or <laughs> Radio Incident. <laughs> there's an incident on the radio station, DMJ. <laughs> there's only two of us. Where is everyone else gone? No, that's not it's the It's an game. incident every time that's, I'm on the radio uh, station. It's, it's Gensokyo Rainbow Incident, uh, not radio, uh, in which Reimu allegedly kidnaps Sanai and, Mar- and Marissa, allegedly colors Gensokyo in the pride flag. Okay, well, so there's an incident, and it's very colorful. Uh, there's Toho, Dance of the Inverted Heart, a visual novel starting Seija and Shinmyomaru. Uh, we've got Resident Automata, Save Your Cast Aside, your cast aside Friend. Uh, so you have a friend and you need to save them. Uh, Tuhu Kismash, uh, a witch named Mags. Oh, is the person who published it. That's not the description. Uh, keyboard mashing kissing simulator uh, with your favorite shrine maiden and ordinary magician. Uh, you, <laughs> you can imagine what that's like. Uh, Crimson and Vermilion, a short uh, Yuri Toho visual novel. Okie dokie. Marissa's idol castle journey. Reimu has gone missing. Only a letter about her whereabouts is left in the shrine. Okay, so that's probably an adventure-type game. Um, Hijimiko, Letters of Transcendental Desires, what a verbose story about a war between Taoists and Buddhists and emotions that transcend everything. Uh, it's got an interesting sort of historical backdrop to that. All right. Uh, a Moment in Eternity, uh, one-move interactive fiction about Moko and Kaguya. And again, all of these, to reiterate, are available on itch.io. We'll post the link to sort of the main page for where you can find these in a little bit here. Uh, we've got Phantom Girl Rhythm, a Toho Rhythm fighting game. That one seems interesting. Uh, there's a grassroots rescue squad, a very angry wolf wants her 
Whitefish back. Okay, so that's, that's a combination of a couple words there. Uh, marriage counselor two electric boogaloo. Marriage counselor two they, electric boogaloo. They literally put that as the title. Well, that's great. Welcome back, counselor. <laughs> Apparently, they've there's a one presumably. Um, Sega Mega Drive Drive Genesis. Um, like actual console references, 16-bit arcade digging and shooting. All right. Um, I wonder if that's anything like like Dig Dug. Let me click on this. Um, nope, not at all. No, um, no, not at all. It, nope, it that looks, is definitely looks, not. It looks more like uh, what is that? Invasion. Um, well, darn it, I'm blanking on the name. What what is that? That game called? It's like Centipede. Oh, Caterpillar. Sort of? Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like similar premise though, right? Um, all right, and then I guess the one of the bosses that they have in their in their preview is. A uh, giant piece of cake that shoots bullets. <laughs> How wholesome is that? Come on, it's an arcade yep. game where the boss is cake and they're. All right, cool. Um, let's see here. There's don't sleep walking together, uh, version 0.2. Now, what's interesting about game jams is a lot of these are. I mean, pretty much the majority of them are. They're they're fan made. They're made with a limited team, um, basically zero budget usually. Uh, you know, and, and it, they're just kind of like when the date hits and you need to submit your game, a lot of times these games can be in various stages of completeness. So sometimes they can be complete, sometimes they're not. Uh, the only reason I'm mentioning it here is because, you know, it's version 0.2. So it's, there's probably you can play it up to a certain point, but maybe it's not complete or maybe there's some things missing. I don't know. I haven't played. I haven't played any of these because I haven't had the time. <laughs> uh, there's how oh, 10 cute. Shimada stole the precious market, a full or a, a tall tale about climbing the Yokai Mountain, Toho Project fan game. Alright. Um the the screenshot makes it look like we're in a theater or something. Like those are theater seats, but that's definitely not. Some of the screenshots make it look uh, it's more of a 2D side scroller kind of thing. It reminds me of some of the older uh, Super Mario games a little bit. Um Alright. Cool. Uh, I'm actually looking at Deadly Dog Dating Dungeon. Yeah, I, I like the alliteration. And that one, that one actually looks like a combination of like a beat em up, beat em up, and like a oh, puzzle wow. solver. There's like and like the animation actually looks pretty solid. Yeah, there's actual like like fighter sprites in this, or not not even sprites. As I zoom in, they're actual they're illustrations, but I mean, yeah, still technically sprites. Um, neat. It's interesting to seeing like the disparity between like the character actions, and then you have the slow moving background of of cucumbers in the background. It's just they're 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 green blobs, but everything in front is actually like drawn really well, and there's like number like hit indicators for damage counters and stuff. That's really interesting looking. That's cool. Uh, there's Raymu and the very clever excuse. <laughs> I like that title. A very short. Pride Jam entry about courage, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, K Keys Delivery Service. Aha, uh -huh, I, I get it. Uh, a game about shipping and shipping. So obviously it's about delivering things. Uh, <laughs> Hold think. on one minute. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at um, Dream of Outlasting Maroon, and it, the description in of itself is absolutely wonderful. Wonderful. Yuka has been set to resolve another dream. Resolve another dream. Only this time, there's a lot more things to shoot, and she has a shotgun. Dream, dream, <laughs> hold on, Dream of Lasting Maroon. I don't see that one. It's like right. It's right at the top, and it's just literally the description at the bottom is just I gave Yuka a shotgun. 
Here, I'll, I'll Yeah, go, 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 go ahead and link that, because I, I think... I'm not I'm sure. That, I, I don't, I don't want to refresh the, I don't want to refresh the page, but I think it randomizes the order every time. Yeah, it does. Uh, so. I put it in the, in the, in the general. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. Okay, I, I see it. It's like three down from for me. Uh, dream of yeah. outlasting Marie. It, yeah, it just so happened, DMJ, that like the the deadly dog dating dungeon was the next one for me. So I guess that was completely random. Uh, neat. Okay. Uh, yeah. What, it's just literally I gave shotgun. I gave Yuka a shotgun. Uh huh. It's it's a it's, it, it's an umbrella, but no, it's a shotgun. Or but no. That, but it it, you look at the screenshots. A, it's yeah, a no. shotgun. It, it's a shotgun, and she's holding an umbrella in the other hand. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, I'm looking. I'm also. I've noticed that on uh, here it tells you when they were submitted. And this one was submitted 21 seconds before the doubt deadline. Oh, that so, that shit. that happens probably more than people want to admit. Ah, uh, okay. I uh, have, I'm not. I'm not like privy to game that's jam. just the nature of game jams. You need you need like all the time that you can get. Uh, when I participated in their first game jam, it was only a 72-hour thing, and, like, y you actually... Well, okay, so, like, granted, this was a little bit more than two weeks, so you have more time, but for, for the 72-hour thing, time is even more precious, because you're like, well, we spent... We already spent, like, an hour and a half talking about what we're going to plan to do, or, like, what we're actually gonna have the thing be, but you're counting the hours, and so, like, for me my my role in in that in the first game jam i didn't participate in this one that we're talking about now um my role was to make a couple of the mini games that uh were in it and unfortunately the last mini game that i was working on was sort of like have you ever played the game mastermind like a board game mastermind yes Where you you have like a, a series of so it's you have several rows and each of these rows can consists of four uh pins i think they're yeah, they're, they're different colored pins. You have like seven or eight different colors to choose from. And so one person, like there's two people that sit across from each other. One person knows what the code is, and the code is just a specific set of four colored pins. The other person needs to guess what they are uh, by just trying it out. And the person who knows the code tells them if they have um, a pin that's the right color in the right spot, or like the right color and the wrong spot by putting these either white or red pins in sort of like this side chamber and so the person makes their second guess and then based on how that sort of clue changes throughout their attempts they get closer and closer to what the actual code is and that's mastermind so i was trying to imitate something like that and unfortunately the the logic for it i was i was close. I was probably two-thirds of the way there, but I just ran out of time, so I had to say, hey, person, just put the old, like, the previous one in this next one, and that's why ours had two slider puzzles. Uh, it wasn't supposed to have two slider puzzles. It was supposed to be three different puzzles. So, but yeah, like, time gets super crunched uh, when you're doing these things, so I totally get it. Ah. Um, that was an aside for... All right, let me get back to this. Uh, when witches yeah. fly, uh, you can dodge, deflect, and defy fate. Isometric bullet hell action. All right, isometric. That's cool. Uh, I like the the cover art for it. Magical eats. Uh, you have rhythm, match three, toho, date, and dine. Okay. Um, I'm familiar with what a match three is like. Um, if you've ever played, uh, gosh, what, what are some of the, like, what is Candy Crush a match three, I think? 
uh candy crush uh bejeweled yeah so like uh, some of those um and yeah then you've got dream of outlasting maroon well i gave yuka a shotgun that's just the description that's great um so incomplete fruition of changing wish it is yeah they, the description is just that but the abbreviated form um then you have cards dates in inseparable love a story about love by playing cards so do they play cards or are are they like do they share the love of playing cards like like trading trading cards that kind of thing i don't know You'd play the game to find it, out it uh, looks yeah. like uh it looks like it's just like a card game it's some like they're playing some sort of competitive card game right. fair enough you got wriggles unwrigglable night the toho pride jam 3 entry featuring wriggle nightbug uh, thanks for that description. I'm going to click on this just to see what else we've got here. Alright, um, so you got this 2D side-scrolling thing, except it's more in the vein of, like, if, if Toho were tilted 90 degrees to the side. Um, I forget some of the games that are like that. There's, there's so many arcade games that do that. Um, but, alright, you got something that sort of has that mechanic. Uh, there's Renosuke and Berant lovingly info dump. Uh, Renosuke and Buron... Bur... I don't... I have actually not seen that name before. Um, is that one of the top, the new ones, maybe? I don't know. Uh, talk for as long as they want, which is a very long time because neither of them ever shuts up. Okay. Um, I feel like this might be like a... Like a dueling... Um... Y you know, if you ever get like... Like, Google Home and Alexa to talk to one another, and they just keep talking and they don't shut up that's kind of what that description reminds me of but um looking through some of the screenshots i can't tell i don't think that's what it is but it, if it were that you know that'd be funny i guess um neat you know like can you imagine making a game like that where like most of your two weeks is spent just writing out phrases that are character relevant like, once oh you God. get the actual game mechanics in, you just need content, content, content. You just don't stop. Content. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Again, I don't think that's what this game is, but that's, you know, what if. Uh, you've got him of the Aphrodisia Dream. Wonderful. Uh, short, comedic, challenging little game about a mischievous fairy. Okay. Um, click to learn more. Hakugyokuro number eight, Neo Super Express, Yukari, as she comes to terms with entering a new relationship. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then the last one, last but not least, you must build a ship. Uh, Tenshi has stolen flight from Gensokyo, and it's your job to stop her. Okay, I kind of like the cover art for that one. It's just the word ship is like written on the moon or something. And then there's this like the, the bow of a ship or something off to the left. That's kind of neat looking. Um, I just love the, the description. It's like, Tenchi has issued a decree from heaven. All flight has been banned. No, this will not do. <laughs> uh, hold on. I need to screen. I need to try to screen cap one of these, these sprites. Uh, actually, a couple of them are pretty good. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mei, Mei Ling's name is just Pong, I guess, as it is. As you do. Uh, yeah, that's in general now. <laughs> it's a great face <laughs> who would who wouldn't love the face like a like a lima bean i don't know the face like a lima bean i've never heard that <laughs> I, I haven't either dude just made it up all right 
Uh, so that, you know, there's a lot of stuff there, and obviously we don't have time to go through all of them in depth or in detail, but we have a bunch of the entries that are... <laughs> the one Amingo just has goodness. Look at that face. Um, all right. No, it's 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 so good though because a lot of this, a lot of these games have like they're they're endearing in the sense that they are, they're they're fan made, independent. Like some of these probably were made by one person. Um, so yeah, it's just there, there's some cool stuff that you'll find in there if you if you give it a little bit of time. Um, and definitely something to check out if you're bored and don't know what else to do. Um, it's absolutely worth a look. And again, you can vote on your favorite game, and there are various categories usually. Um, you know, stuff for like best gameplay, best artwork, best music. Um, I, I don't know what the categories are this time around, but they're like that. And so, yeah, go ahead, just go through them, see what they're like, vote on your favorites, and I'm sure that the folks over uh, over there and the folks who have spent the time making these games uh, would appreciate that so awesome um, so I'm glad to I'm glad to help them out there I'm glad to sort of call that out cool all right it's, it's just past the halfway point here so you know what time it is <laughs> Where? totally the chat was about to, or just Arani is about to riot yeah, yeah. well <laughs> look it's it is the right time so you got it I'm not gonna call You're it. Light. What? <laughs> I was talking about games. Give me a break. All right. You, you want me to stop in the middle next time and be like, oh, so here we are talking about Riggle's unriggleable night. Nope. Time for countries and listeners. So right now we've got. That's how chat thinks it works. Next. Okay. On the hour then. I don't care if music's playing. We're gonna stop in the middle and do countries and listeners. Got it? <laughs> Just re record scratch. Take note, everyone. Like the more you complain about it, the more I delay things, and the more DMJ tends to interrupt me so that we don't get the countries and listeners on time. But not this time. Today we've got people listening from Canada, Chile, China, Colombia, France, Germany, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Japan, Moldova, Romania, South Africa, Spain, Sweden, the UK, and the US. And so we have a shorter list this time around. Again, people, please update your endpoints. We've got folks uh, such as Arani, Aurelia, ETG, Kamikaze, Boater, Carmi, Leving, SF Moko, Sue Tempest, Shiny Rachel 94, The Golden Proof, Wanamingo, Chris1, Dan479, Karanto B, and Wooman. Thank you everyone for listening, and for everyone else out there who hasn't been listed, or just, you know, just, just make sure you're registered on the website, and then listen at least once from wherever you registered, yeah, um, not registered, but yeah, make sure you're logged in at least once, and then listen from wherever that happened from. And you don't have to actively be signed in, it just, it remembers as long as your IP doesn't change. So, yeah. And, um, I guess we'll be looking at updating, uh, the way that it does that, because as time goes on, uh, IP addresses become, uh, less relevant. Um, I'm noticing things like, um, for, for certain technical reasons, which I'll get into after we play some music here in a little bit, uh, we got, oh wait, is that a sleep? Okay, sorry. Derailed. Thanks, one amigo. Uh... Yeah, there. Um, people will con will connect to the station, and they won't necessarily have their own IP address. They'll be using something else. So, yeah. So that's that. Um, it'll end up resolving to like localhost, which obviously isn't the listener's IP address. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about the technical stuff, things that have gone on with the station over the last few weeks, because. That's been my life for the last two or three weeks. 
All right, let's get into this. We've got something from A1, uh, something we haven't... Oh my gosh, it has done it again. Why have you done this? Hold on, where is my indicator going? What song is even playing right now? <laughs> what is even going on here? My foobar is like being a ghost right now. Sorry, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll play this song from A1, Rain Dance, uh, get ready for Eurobeat stuff, and then something from Syrafit, uh from the album Where Is Love. We'll be right back here after that. Gensoki Radio Live number 105.
It's Gensoki Radio Live number 105 this evening. She be on records. The album Where is Love? For that was Rain Dance from Toho Eurobeat Volume 7, Mountain of Faith. A lot of folks enjoying Eurobeat again. Uh, that song in particular is one that went through the ah. filter, so it will be on the station in the future if if it isn't already. Like, I don't know why it wouldn't be, because it's a good song, right? Like, I know a lot of people enjoyed that one, so. So that's neat. But we've got some other Ooh. stuff going on at the station as well. Yes. So, what have the last two to three weeks been like? Um, I guess we'll step back a little bit. The title of this show is Expansion. Uh, why? Because we expanded the station's capabilities. We have made it so that the station and the website can handle more traffic and it won't become as bogged down, it won't slow, like, it's, I guess, to take a couple steps back further, um, the station was fine, I guess, for the most part, um, but the website would slow down. A lot of people, a lot of folks wouldn't be able to, to, to get in, uh, the now playing information would lag behind a little bit. Uh, we did what we could to sort of mitigate some of that, uh, but the reality was that it just, we were running on hardware that wasn't up to the task. And part of that was that we have actually been growing over time, and it's a little less obvious, uh, because, like, listener numbers haven't grown as quickly as, I guess, sort of the, the awareness of the station itself, so... One of the things I discovered, and one of the reasons I now know this, whereas three weeks ago I didn't, is because when we decided to upgrade, we got a beefier server, that server comes with more space, more bandwidth, like 10 times more bandwidth, so we can actually handle a really kind of ridiculous number of listeners now. Um, so that's awesome, but I, <laughs> uh, but it, it will help for some of the other things. So like. Well, one of the things I, I learned from uh, from from transitioning is like when we transitioned, we moved our uh, DNS over to Cloudflare. Now, Cloudflare does a couple things. It is sort of a proxy service behind, so like it sits in between a person who goes to a website and the actual you know the the servers the website sits on. And one of the effects of this is that it does some uh, some IP stuff. So, like, if you connect to the website, that's not actually the IP of the server, and that's by design. So um, that's pretty neat. Uh, but the other thing is, with that, uh, in order for people to continue listening to the station, we had to convert all of our streams to HTTPS. Whereas before, and we started this, I think, a couple years back or something, when we put up the streamdeckandsocardio.net website for our endpoints, though all of those endpoints are HTTPS. Uh, this is just sort of the trend of the internet. You know, Chrome has gone more HTTPS. It actually uh, puts up a warning if a website isn't HTTPS enabled or if there's resources that have been served that are mixed between the two. Um, if you aren't internet savvy, HTTP is not secured. HTTPS is. That's what the S stands for. It has encryption that is running on it. So um, so for people to continue listening, they would need to update their endpoints if they were using the HTTP endpoints 
because that no longer works. And it's also on our old production server, so that just doesn't work. To, to connect and to listen, you have to go HTTPS. That is the only thing we offer now. And again, it's just the trend of the... It's, it's, it's the trend of uh, websites, um, endpoints, APIs, just networking in general, right? So, um, so we've gone that route, and it's we're, obviously you can still tune in. You're listening to us now if we're live. Um, but one of the side effects is that it did ding our listener numbers somewhat, and I know that part of the reason is because there are people still listening to the old endpoint. Um, so if you aren't listening to a secure stream, you need to update because the unsecure stream will become retired, irrelevant, non-existent in about a couple months' time. Uh, with that said, uh, when we transitioned, obviously, like, we have our old production server, which that old endpoint is still running on for a little while. We have our new production server, which our station and our website are running on. And we also split it out so that our mail server is on another server. So right now we have uh, three servers that we're running. Uh, oh, and I guess there's also the old, uh, the old new mail server because we tried to spin it up on the mail server up on a different server, and that one was had an IP address that was blocked by virtually every major uh, mail provider. So we had to try again. The our our provider refused to give us a new IP for that box, and so we just tried again, and uh, it, that one luckily succeeded. So right now we have four servers <laughs> that we're running. Uh, it'll eventually go back down to two, but uh, yeah, it's so, so uh, people are going to be asking, you know what, what does this give us? Like, we've expanded our servers, uh, we have expanded our server counts, you know, the capabilities of them are greater. Um, it's greater performance for the websites and for people who are listening to the station, although that's not so much, because really you just, you connect and then it plays, and there's not a whole lot to it. The website's the big one for that one. Uh, expanded bandwidth, which of course means that we can support more listeners, but also we have more podcast stuff uh, that's being used. You know, we have our Gensoki Radio live shows listed on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Deezin, TuneIn, um, you know, all of those. And so there are going to be more people listening to us uh, that way, to some of the live shows in a podcast format. Um, but we also, and I guess this is something that's just a bit of an aside here, uh, we also have our Discord stage events that are going to be available as a podcast as well. So more on that after I get past this stuff here, though. So people are going to be asking, well, why did we do this? Uh, you know, what's what's the point? Obviously, people were experiencing some slowdowns and stuff. Um, the Cloudflare usage stats actually tell us a lot more about why things were bogged down the way they were. And I didn't realize this until Cloudflare, or Cloudflare started giving us this information, but we get a lot more web requests uh, in a 24-hour period or in a week even than I realized. Um, in the last week alone, our server has served about two and a half million requests. Um, and I didn't think the website served anywhere near that. It just, there's... That's a lot of it's a lot of requests, um, and having our old you know two core server with its uh, what was it hundred megabit connection like it may have legitimately 
been hitting some of those limits. Uh, so, and I, I, I know that it was to a certain degree because the load averages on that server would spike to ridiculous numbers and yeah, obviously things weren't working very well, but now they are and, and that's really cool. But this gives us sort of, it points, let me get rid of that saxophone. I don't know what that instrument is. <laughs> I was about to say, I hear it too. Yeah. Uh, Unique visitors are also, it's pretty up there. Uh, Cloudflare tells us about 14,000 in the last seven days, so, uh, which which isn't huge. Obviously, you know, like, we're still, what is it, like a tenth or something of Toho Wiki or something, but, but even so, like, for a station like ours, for a website like ours, that's still, um, you know, the numbers are pretty good. For the record, I don't actually know what their numbers exactly are, um, but you know, I was given estimates at some point. Um, Colorfire is also supposed to do some caching stuff, like it's supposed to cache images and certain resources and whatnot, but um, I think for us it has limited success with that. We, we only have like 3% of our stuff cached because we have a lot of dynamic content, particularly when it comes to the station. I don't know if that information goes through Cloudflare because of the way we have it set up. It might, it might not, not really sure. <clears throat> um, but just the website alone with with uh, pages and images and stuff like that uh, is over 400 gigabytes of data every week. Um, and that's not including the station listeners, to my knowledge. Um, if I look at the station summary uh, for resources used over there, I can get that stuff up here. Uh, bandwidth usage. So that has, in the last, uh, let's see, per day cent per day yeah it's i mean it's a completely different number so yeah all that's just served over the web that's a lot of data um let's take a look at some of the other numbers here i mean like uh it's interesting to note like cloudflare also blocks certain requests that aren't um aren't legitimate so for whatever reason they're just sometimes you'll get traffic that comes from uh someone or, or places that are trying to let's see can i share share these stats share these stats where are these stats uh requests unique listeners i don't know somewhere in here there's like a bad actors number and i think over the last month we've had over eight thousand uh malicious requests blocked from cloudflare so that's that's pretty neat and that, again that just sort of helps to keep all of our legitimate users and legitimate listeners uh being able to use the website and our service the way it was meant to be. So, so we're, we're blocking out those skeletons I keep talking about that are going to attack the Some, station. Sometimes those, they, are, those are the skeletons. Sometimes they get out of the closet and they like to visit Gensoki Radio and we have to tell them no. So, sorry. Yeah, they're, but... they're, they've, been, they've been so far, you know, very good about, you know, the COVID lockdown. They've been they've been social distancing. I know some of them are also getting vaccinated. I don't know how you vaccinate bones, but they do it. Um, I don't want to know. But they 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 they're saying like we're eventually going to come back and attack. So we're 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 going to be keeping these skeletons at bay. Thanks, Cloudflare, for kind of helping us out. I don't know if we can pronounce their name correctly, but yeah, that's out there. Um, yeah, and obviously, so with the expansion of podcasts and podcast usage uh the server itself has more space and so we're able to continue hosting our own podcasts without any immediate uh danger of running out of space we have 
a lot more space than we need uh, at this point in time. And that's a really good thing because it means that we can continue to expand the services and stuff that we provide. So that's awesome. Uh, and then, of course, as I go through here, we have to take a look at the future. And we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago. Again, I'll get to what we did with the Discord stage in a little bit here. Uh, it was a fun event. But we ended up talking about uh, some of the future stuff during that. And uh, one of the things we mentioned is that we're working on a new sort of transcoder thing. Although, I guess, uh, technically there is a transcoder. Um, but the main thing is, it's just a system for serving content for the radio station. Now, now DMJ and I joked about this a little bit, but we actually do have a new transcoder. Um, uh, it's a it's a separate piece of software from the station system, and it is called Broadcast Using This Tool, or BUT. <laughs> Just remember, anytime you're listening to Gensuki Radio, you're listening it to it through a BUT. <laughs> that was my joke, and I'm sticking to it. I love it so much. Thanks for that. Uh-huh. So we we now, well, not right now, but we will be broadcasting through butt, uh, through through a butt. Look, no, it's it's software, okay? Get that straight. <laughs> Listen, guys, butt, it's software. <laughs> the jokes are. Endless. I don't like. I, I don't stop. like how. I don't like how this needs to be phrased. Soft, soft, software butt. Uh huh. That's, that's anyway. Darn compound words. <laughs> you had to pick the worst acronym. Look, it's simple. It's straightforward. Broadcast using this tool. All right. It's just that the acronym. You know. All right. Skeletons don't. Somebody have... in marketing. Somebody in marketing went down for that, but somebody secretly was also like. Oh yeah, we're totally shipping this. Yeah, this is this is a success story waiting waiting to be written. Anyway, so we're working with that stuff, uh, and I actually have something of a preview prepared. So, like one of the things that we can do with the the the, the station software is like we can obviously do like some of the interstitials that we've been doing. You know, those like at the top of every hour, you're listening to Gensoki Radio. Uh, we still have Sean Sonic Mega Chiplock doing um, in his recordings that he gave us years ago. Uh, but we can also do like previews um, and sort of like these trailer type things. So uh, it's kind of neat. Um, I put together this is a real like, this is just an example, like just a real mock dub um it uses some some like filler sounds and stuff that like this it's gonna sound different in its final form but um here is dmj you're probably gonna have to listen to this through the actual station yeah that's why i'm, I'm, I'm listening but, got it up right now but here's here's a preview of of what that can do hold on the best of today <laughs> Oh, 
with music like this. Yeah, and then it just fades into the music after that. So. Dude, I'm listening to it live. Like I'm, I got like maybe a probably about a 10 second delay. This, this is what I've been wanting for the longest time, <laughs> and you didn't even know it. Like, like, like I knew we needed something. I love this so much. Yeah. I love this. And uh, and the greatest thing is, like, that's automatable. It can be automatic. So oh I, I don't gosh. have to do a darn thing. Like, I had to edit it for that because of certain, like, file IO stuff. But, like, in the in, when it's actually implemented, it'll just be seamless. And that's... Yo. I, yeah. It's gonna be so cool. Now, uh, it'll take hours and hours and hours and hours to get that set up because every song needs cue points um, to, to like cue points set for what those previews end up being and I'm still filtering through the library of which has been thousands and thousands of songs I've been working on this for a little more than two weeks at this point and I'm I'm only about uh, maybe 70 like 65 70 percent of the way there but after that we can start setting up cue points for some of those and and it'll yeah, it'll just work. Like, I am excited. When I tell people out there, I've been saying this for about a month now, and I know, like, I haven't been able to show people what it's like up until now. This is what, this is the kind of thing that the station will be capable of doing. I want this so bad because, like, this is probably the closest to, like, a professional-sounding, like, I would call it a bump in a long time. Mm -hmm. I really want to see this. Yeah. I yeah. really want to see this come to fruition, and I want to get like voices on it, our voices or somebody's yeah. voices. Yeah, and, and, and that's the part that's, that's that's the part that's missing right now. Like, I obviously used some sample stuff to make that that preview happen, but we'd actually have our own voice work done and our own clips and stuff. So yeah. So that oh. is that's what we're that's what we're working towards. Like, I know it's like future stuff, still, but rest assured, I'm working on this so many hours every day for like the last two weeks and I have a lot more work ahead of me um, so with that said guys if you want to give me more time to continue working on this uh, a great a great way to support the people behind the station is by contributing to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash 3 by 7 I mean in a in, in normal times this would offset the amount of time that I have to work at my regular job or I guess gosh I can't even say that really I'm a full-time student for those of you who don't know many of you already do but under normal times I'd be driving like on the weekends I'm a, I'm a part-time driver and that's my sort of normally my main source of income but when it comes to things like this projects like these require an immense amount of time it is literally a full-time job so I gotta put it out there. This is one of those things where time is of the essence and any support that anyone can throw our way is absolutely appreciated. Um, um, aside from that, like if you just are into the station, then there's a way to do that too. You know, we've, we've got a store out there. Um, we're actually, it's a shame that Nano's not with us right now, but we've, we're actually working on a couple more shirts. Um, Nano's got a couple of designs that he's working on, um, and we'll, we're aiming to get that out there, um, by, I mean, like, look for a pre-order hopefully in July sometime, so that's just around the corner as well. 
Um, we're going to do a couple of probably brighter shirts uh, than we've normally done. Obviously, we've we've done a lot of shirts that have like been like a black or a like a navy, like a dark navy blue uh, shirt. And then our most recent uh, Tohoet series shirts, which is more of a maroon and a forest green kind of thing. It's cardinal red, technically, is what it's called. But um, but those will be, yeah, we'll, we'll be adding to that as well. So um, that's neat. Yeah, um, Flat Bartender, I do hope that there's maybe a way to programmatically find those cue points as well. Although, like, um, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Because, like, think back to the top 100 Toho songs of the year um, videos that we do. Those are randomly pulled. And, and the way I do that is I actually, I, I go into FUBAR, I create the, the, a list of 100 show or songs. Um, and then FUBAR has this cool feature where you can create, like, 20-second snippets of songs. And you can have fades at the beginning and at the end of each one of those if you want. And that's kind of the way we've been doing it for the last couple of years. Um, but the way that it it finds those points is it's random like i can render it again i can render the same song again and it'll probably be a different point that it starts and ends at so um so i i do hope that for the sake of uh keeping time that maybe there's a way to do that as well either that or i because i i know like once the filtered list is done that it'll just be a matter of going in i, I could randomly hit two points <laughs> i guess in each one of them uh, in, in the queue editor, and then just set it up that way, but we will see. We will see, and that is just one thing that is around the corner. Now, with the with the filtering stuff that's, that's happening, a lot of people ask, well, what, what is filtering? Why does that happen? It's because a lot of the songs that come from the the Toho fan creation, you know, the, the, the music community, are not really songs. A lot of people will release, like, talking tracks on albums, or the release stuff that is so um i don't know we, we have some old music and it sounds old and it's just like maybe not the right thing for the station so like stuff like that ends up getting sort of thrown out and filtered away so anything that's left over that would obviously reduce my workload in terms of setting up cue points for something like that so anyway look forward to it that's yeah. that's what i got um yeah uh, there's one other thing Ooh. I've I've been hinting at this uh, for a little bit now, but we had uh we had a new event happen recently. And DMJ was there, Nana was there, and Zara was there, uh, even though they're not here. But we had our first public Discord stage event. So what like what did you think of like what what was it like doing one of those? DMJ? It was actually a lot of fun. Uh, we sat down and we pretty much discussed like who we are kind of like where we where we kind of came from uh what's gr what are we gonna be there uh what are we gonna do and then we talked about our future what the future holds for Kinsoki radio going forward and i thought it was a really fun event uh really good it was kind of awesome to see it featured on discord which was pretty neat yeah yeah so that it's um it's interesting because that event uh which we titled 10 years of Kinsoki radio what's next was modeled after a panel that we put together for our panel at Tohokan in 2015. And this was, you know, as far as like, we mentioned sometimes that we have a document that we refer to for these uh, these live shows and things, but that was a seven, like that, that ran over seven pages. So like we had a lot to talk about and much of it was just going through 
how the station got started, who started it, how I got involved, um, what the first 10 years were like, like even some of the details throughout time, like website development history and some of the notable guests we've had on, how we got our logo that we use now, how some of the like social media and marketing stuff happened. Uh, because like just from a project perspective, Gensokyo Radio has been an interesting road. Like it, the, the journey has been interesting. So we, we just talked about what that's been like. Uh, some of the things that we've done, some of the things that we aspire to do. Uh, obviously, there's the, the what's next bit of that title. And we talked about that as well. Uh, the transcoder replacement, as we've, we keep calling it, it's really just a new station system, uh, was just one of the things that we talked about uh, during that. So, And we had, a, we had a chance for questions and answers as well. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar or who, who weren't able to attend then, uh, Discord stage events are basically... Uh, there, there's two main categories of people. There's people on a stage who get to talk about a thing or do a thing. It's just they, they have an open mic, basically. And then there's the audience side, which is usually the more numerous side. And that's full of people who are listening. And then when the hosts uh, allow for it, uh, the audience can raise their hands and then they can be uh, called on to come up to the stage and talk so that they have an open mic for a while. So, and, and as Wanda Mingo mentions, you can find out why the Gensoki Radio logo is purple if you listen to it as part of our discussion. Um, it was really sort of the inspiration, uh, I guess, w one of the elements that inspired that. So, so yeah, um, and I, I guess the other thing is, uh, as DMJ mentioned, we were featured, and the reason we were featured is because we're, uh, we're working with Discord to showcase their Discord stage events, and that's something that is obviously public now because we've posted about it and others have posted about it so um but there may be others uh, that haven't been announced yet and uh yeah so like anyone who noticed that there was a little hashtag ad thing on there like that's actually something that's 100 percent legitimate that is technically um us helping them advertise discord stage events and uh for doing that we are also uh, one of the featured events for uh, for some of them as well. So, so look forward to those. Um, the first one was obviously not the last one. We'll be doing others as uh, as the months come in here. And so, I guess the the next one, I'll just mention some of the things that we're thinking of of doing for that one. Uh, will be a little bit more of a get to know us kind of thing. So we talk a lot about the station, but we don't talk a whole lot about the staff that runs it. Really, like. I, down to like I don't know what what did Nano go to school for like he were he's like a contractor for for a company for Microsoft or something but like I, I don't really know you know how how did he you know there, there's the, there's the obvious questions like how'd you get into Toho or how'd you start with Gensoki Radio but then there's the less obvious questions like um like how long was DMJ on medication for granola. You know, like you can ask that question. Those or, burning questions, or maybe those yeah, burning, those burning questions. questions. Yeah, you got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nervous laugh, uh, but yeah. So it it'll be an interesting one, I think. Well, it'll be more casual, off the cuff kind of thing. And again, in the spirit of the stage events, we'll be able to let the audience ask questions and get to know the staff a little better as well. So um, I'm hoping that it'll be interesting. 
Um, also, those events are earlier. They're on Sundays, so not Saturdays, but Sundays instead. So, and that's my goal there was to make it a little bit more accessible for our listeners in Europe. So, uh-huh. and I, th- I think some people actually mentioned that without me having said anything before um, when we did that event. So I, I feel like people were already sort of um, had noticed that and were appreciative that we just are running them earlier to be more accommodating. So, yeah, it's about that. Cool. Woo! So that is... That's... We've got... Um, oh, I guess... Man, did I even mention this? Yeah, the Discord stages are also available as podcasts now. It is our, our second publicly released, publicly available uh, podcast. You can find it on GensoCureDio.net, as well as our mobile app. It is already up there. And, uh, yeah... We, we did mention, like, I think a few times throughout that that it was recorded, so any participants were already knew, and if they stepped up to the stage, that, you know, it was our assumption that they were fine with that, having let them know ahead of time, so. Um, so it's not just us, you can also hear the people that stepped up and asked questions, so. It's just a, like, I've actually, what was it, last, uh, yeah, just yesterday I was, like, cleaning around the house and stuff. And I just had my my Bluetooth earpiece plugged in and was listening to the podcast as I cleaned. Like, it's so cool, you know. I just it's great. Um, obviously they're different because there's no music. It's just us talking about stuff. But that's yeah. But it is still relevant to the station in different ways. Cool. Um, I think I'm gonna leave it there. So, uh, neat. We've we've still got about seven minutes or so. What's uh? What's... Yeah, we got we got these miscellaneous things I put up on here. Oh yeah. Uh, DMJ wants to talk about stuff. So. What, what do you got? All right. So the, the ones that are kind of like more prevalent to what's going on on the station. Um, actually, like you keep talking about like how like you want more pu- publicly facing content. And I was actually I'm sitting here holding several large books in my hand. Um, I was actually thinking about working on a Shadowrun like crossover with Toho campaign and trying to get people kind of like like wanting to like kind of gauge the 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 listeners out there whether or not you guys would be interested in at least a shadow run toho campaign as like either a podcast or a video or a stream series i don't know who i would want to throw on like as the heroes cuz i'm going to dm it okay um but I want to kind of gauge this and see where if if anybody would be interested in something like a like a, so, a guiding you through like a very gritty version of Gensokyo. So is this something that our listeners could participate in or is it more something that they'd be able to listen to afterwards? Uh, it could be both. Um, I was kind of like, um, I don't know if a lot of people have heard of speed uh, speedrunners and dragons speedrunners <laughs> speedrunners and dragons yeah. uh it is a uh, run by uh one of my favorite speedrunners adef mm. who gets a bunch of like really well-known speedrunners who probably you heard of on gdq on uh, games done quick uh they go on and play dungeons and dragons with each other they already did campaign one they're currently on campaign two right now and it's kind of like one of those things I was kind of like, you know what? I had the, all these ideas for Shadowrun. Like, I've I've pitched ideas about, like, Cyberpunk and Sokyo before, and I have, like, all these 
the idea that I was going in with. I was going to combine like all of those ideas I've had throughout my entire life, like all the like the, like the the little fan fictions that I built in my head, and all these little story and plot points, um, and combining them into this this more interactive story that gives me the gives me more to work with. And I really like Shadowrun as like a um a setting but i also like the idea of taking that setting and playing with it within a toho kind of world i really like that idea and i'm trying to also try to keep it very lore focused to both toho and Shadowrun. and i found kind of like little things i can use to merge those two worlds together especially when it comes to um a lot of the ancillary little things that goes on within Shadowrun. If you guys have not heard of Shadowrun, um, it's essentially cyberpunk, but orcs and trolls and goblins are still like a thing and magic is very prevalent. It's so cool. Um, and if I was going to do it, I'm doing it in fifth edition since it's the most complete edition of Shadowrun. Um, currently, I have... Uh, the core rulebook, the street grimoire, and chrome and flesh, which are like the two like core magic rulebook and the core augmentation rulebook. I have coming in the mail tomorrow, howling shadows, data trails, and cutting aces, along with rigor 5.0. There is a lot of really cool ideas that I've had. I don't want to spoil the plot because the plot is like super dense. Because <laughs> I have the plot kind of built out. And I just need to figure out who the heroes are going to be and how we're going to get those heroes worked in. But I really want to do this. What and would, like, I'm not, it's... What would be a good, ugh. like, if people wanted to participate, like, what, what would be a good time for something like this? Well, like, how, how long would it take, like, per session or whatever? Well, the thing is, is like... I mean, I... The I, idea I, is, <laughs> is like, when I watched Speedrunners and Dragons... They tend to get like a session done in three hours, but like the, the the two the big two end caps, the beginning and the end, take five. This is a long format, um, okay. mostly because you have to deal with turn order, you have to deal with um, plot, and I'm one of these people that love plot. <laughs> I absolutely love the idea of guiding you through the story and getting not only the heroes, but the listeners kind of involved with these characters and get emotionally attached to them. So I give them a lot of time to not only breathe, but let the character breathe with them. Uh, the players breathe with them. I know Shadowrun sessions in three hours. Haha, I know, but you can be done as long as you, you can't. You can't get everything done in three hours, but you can get at least a session done in three hours. You can. It can be done. I've seen it done several times. I've done it. You can. It's it's a little it takes a little finagling and it roll twenty helps a lot. Um, if you don't know what roll twenty is, it's a mm, excuse me. A free kind of D D um, browser based resource you can use to get dice rolls, character sheets have everybody share with the dm have the dm share with everybody maps everything i'm not one of these people that like maps but who knows maybe i'll just have like some visuals on there to kind of help people out but yeah i think it's a really cool idea nice yeah and something i think that we'd be able to just kind of support out there 
if you wanted to do something and we'll see where it goes yeah i was thinking like if i was gonna do it streamed on twitch to begin with and then however we want it to like work it out afterwards whether it be videos afterwards or um podcast i've seen people do it in podcast like dnd campaigns where they just release the aftermath on uh like a podcast for download so i thought that would be neat okay yeah there's there's a lot um anything else you want to add me uh yeah i'm just looking at the 11 listeners who are listening on our old endpoint who are you and why are you there go to stream.gensokiradio.net <laughs> change your endpoints <laughs> you're listening some of you are listening to an old server that will not be here in two months but most of you are so thank you very much for that <laughs> there that's one thing uh other than that though what else we got? Yeah, I mentioned the station software. Shirts are in progress. Um, yeah, we are sold out of the Digital Miko t-shirts, but we still have the other stuff up there. Uh, we still have the 10-year anniversary pins. If you're interested in a, a die-cast all-metal pin, uh, we've got those. Uh, you even get your own little individually numbered certificate card for uh, with each one of those. So thanks to all of the folks out there that already have gotten one of those. Um, obviously, in 2011 to 2021, we're celebrating 10 years pretty much all year. So, uh, yeah, those are still up and available. Um, please, please get one. We still have like half of them left. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, other than that, I think we've covered pretty much everything. So, um, yeah. Uh, again, if you want to listen to this or the Discord stage events after the fact, uh, it is you can find it over on our website or our mobile application and of course anywhere that we're listed uh, where podcasts are available although the like as we're recording this the discord stage events aren't yet available on um, apple and google and spotify and all those stuff uh, or those places so um soon i just want to wait until we have like a couple more episodes out there before i do that but you can still find them on our website and our mobile app so please do go check those out at your convenience and thanks for DMJ, or thanks to DMJ for uh, for being a very solid co-host. Just me and DMJ this time around. Yep. It's been a long time since we've done something like this. Oh yeah. Um, um I I do want to say before you go, please go support Duckville USA on Twitch. <laughs> I'm going to plug this because I've been watching this nonstop for like two weeks. You guys don't know what Duckville USA is. It is a 24/7 stream on Twitch where you can pet or you can feed and talk to and interact with uh, ducks and goats. And it is amazing. I'm going to post the link, uh, a link in chat because they're, they're currently right now on. I have it on in the background almost at all times at this point. Um, they're wonderful. I want this to be the new Twitch meta. Let's get rid of... Uh, let's get rid of the current Twitch meta. Let's make cute ducklings the new meta. Let's go. Uh, I... <laughs> Yeah, I, I have yet to check it out, but it sounds it sounds pretty cute. So you can feed the animals like it's amazing. It's you can feed them for free, or you can cheer to pay for, uh, pay for more feeds. It's wonderful. You can talk to the goats. They have like seventeen ducks, four geese, and three goats, and they're ducklings. They have ducklings right now. It's so good. <laughs> All right, cool. 
Well, that's out there. Uh, again, yeah, we're, we're always around even when these shows aren't going at discord.gg slash gr on our website at kinsokiradio.net. Uh, for DMJ, thank you again. I am Lunar Spotlight here. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Till then.